I'm, I'm really speaking about all of humanity, you know, without exception of anybody, you know. And I, I know that um, a lot of the content in the songs is very heavy, you know, but uh, see, fantasy is what people want, but reality is what they need. And I've just retired from the fantasy part because I realized that. Uh, Rebel up no, Lioness roll low, Rebel up no, 
joyous, joyful exaltations and greetings to those who liberate themselves. Welcome to Woman Wednesday. I'm your host, Mariama Tanay. Blessings, greetings, and love to all. Within the listening ear, tonight's theme is the knock of Enoch. The knock of Enoch. We're going to start off in the praise up as there is nothing new under the sun that the Most High has not already revealed. Starting off in Genesis 5.19 to 5.25. And Jared lived after he begat Enoch 800 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Jared were 960 and two years, and he died. And Enoch lived sixty and five years, and begat Methuselah. And Enoch walked with God after he begat Methuselah three hundred years, and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were three hundred sixty and five years and Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him and Methuselah lived an hundred eighty and seven years and begat Lamech Jude one fourteen to one seventeen and Enoch also the seventh from Adam prophesied of these saying behold the Lord cometh with ten thousand of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds which they have ungodly committed and of all their hard speeches which ungodly sinners have spoke against him. These are murmurers, complainers, walking after their own lust, and their mouth speaketh great swelling words, having men's persons in admiration because of advantage. But, beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles and of our Lord, Jesus Christ. Hebrews 11.5 to 11.6 By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony, that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And John 8.51, verily, Verily I say unto you, if a man keep my saying, he shall never 
see death, believest thou this? We're going to take a music moment and come back with tonight's theme, the knock of Enoch, blessings and grace. You know it's clear angel again, yeah, yeah, yeah.
iniquity Said it's the misery Of iniquity Said it's the history Of iniquity In a courtroom of lies, purges the jurors, witnesses, spies, crooked lawyers, false indictments, publicizes, entertainment, the arraignments, the subpoenas, high profile gladiators in bloodthirsty arenas, into the dragon, black robe, crooked balance, souls bought and sold and paroled for 30 talents, court reporter, catch the circus on the paper, file it in the system, not acknowledged by the maker, swearing by the Bible, blatantly blasphemous, publicly perpetrating that in God we trust. Cross-examined by a master manipulator, the faster intimidator, receiving the judge's favor, deceiving sabers, doing injury to their neighbors, for status, gratis, apparatus, and legal waivers. See the bailiff, representing security, holding the word of God, soliciting perjury, the prosecution, political prostitution, the more money you pay, the further away solution, legal actors, Babylon's benefactors, masquerading as the agency for the clients, hypocritical giants, morally non-compliant, orally armed to do bodily harm. Polluted, recruited, and suited, judicial charm and the defense isn't making any sense. Faking the confidence of escaping the consequence that a defendant is dependent on the system, totally void of judgment, purposely made to twist them, emotional victim, blackmailed by the henchmen, framed by intentions, inventions whereby they lynchmen. Into the false witness, slandering the accused, planting the seed openly showing he's being used to discredit, edit, headed for the alleged, smearing the individual, fearing the unsuspected. Expert witness to paid authority made a priority to deceive the majority of disinterested peers dodging duty for years, hating the process, waiting to return to their careers. Do we expect the system made for the elect to possibly judge correct, properly serve and protect, materially corrupt, spiritually amok, oblivious to the cause, prosperously bankrupt, blindly than the blind, guilty never defined, filthy as swine, a generation pure in its own mind, legal extortion. Blown out of proportion, in vain deceit, the truth is obsolete. Only two positions, victimizer or victim, both end up in destruction, trusting this crooked system. Mafia with diplomas, keeping us in a coma, trying to own a piece of the American corona. The revolving door, insanity every floor, skyscraping, paper chasing, what are we working for? Empty traditions, reaching social position, teaching ambition to support the family superstition. When the son of perdition is commander-in-chief, the standard is thief. Brethren, can we candidly speak? Woe to the men, trusting in the chariots, them leaning on horses. They run their intellectual sources. Counterfeit wisdom, creating the illusion of freedom. Confusion consumes them. Every word they speak, it then turns them outwardly white. Internally, they absent the light. Them trapped in the night and bondage to the cane of the night. Under the curse, evil men waxing more worse. Facts in the first, angelic being cast to the earth. It's time for rebirth, burning up the branch and the root. The empty pursuits of every tree bearing the wrong fruit turning me ill let him who stole no longer steal oh it's real surrender for jehovah is real how long will you sleep troubled by the thoughts that you keep the idols you heap causing the destruction you reap 
Judgment has come, find it and return to the one. Abandon the flesh, self-interest, Broadway to death, pride and the greed, hiding, subdividing the seed. The knowledge of good and evil is what caused us to lie, caused us to die. Let your emotions be crucified, renounce all your thoughts, repent and let your mind be retort. You find what you sought was based on the deception you bought, a perception of naught where the majority remains caught. Loving a lie, not realizing an atom or die. Loving a lie, not realizing an atom or die. Loving a lie, not realizing an atom or die. Loving a lie, not realizing an atom or die. It's the mystery of iniquity. That is the history of iniquity. Hurt. Find comfort in the day. 
century BC is one of the most important non-canonical apocryphal works and probably had a huge influence on early Christian particularly Gnostic beliefs filled with visions of heaven and hell angels and devils Enoch introduced concepts such as fallen angels the appearance of a messiah resurrection, a final judgment, and a heavenly kingdom on earth. Intersped with this material are scientific digressions on calendrical systems, geography, cosmology, astronomy, and meteorology. Ever since its translation in 1800 from ancient texts discovered in Ethiopia in 1768, the Book of Enoch has created a stir in academic circles. Enoch has been proven to have existed and was mentioned before the existence of the church. Several copies of it were discovered in 1948 among the Dead Sea Scrolls. Some even believe we can trace backstories that have great similarities to ancient Sumer. The Book of Enoch is one of those books that almost made it to the Bible, but was then rejected as apocryphal. Even though Enoch and the book itself are mentioned and referenced several times in the Bible. The only people who accept the book as an official part of their holy scriptures are the Ethiopian Jews and the Ethiopian Orthodox Church and a few more smaller known, lesser known groups around the world. Official sources say that the book was written 300 B.C. But since it is ascribed to Enoch, the great-grandfather of Noah, some speculate that it was written before the Great Flood. The book of Enoch is divided into five basic parts, but it is the book of parables, which gives scholars the most trouble, but is primarily concerned 
with a figure called the Messiah, the Righteous One, the Chosen One, and the Son of Man. Chapter 46, 1-2 to two of the Book of Enoch, it says, There I beheld the Ancient of Days, whose head was like white wool, and with him another, whose countenance resembled that of a man. His countenance was full of grace, like that of one of the holy angels. Then I inquired of one of the angels who went with me, and who showed me every secret thing concerning this Son of Man, who he was, whence he was, and why he accompanied the Ancient of Days. He answered and said to me, This is the Son of Man, to whom righteousness belongs, with whom righteousness has dwelt, and who will reveal all the treasures of that which is concealed. For the Lord of Spirits has chosen him, and his portion has surpassed all before the Lord of Spirits in everlasting a brightness. The opening verses of the book of Enoch tell us that the revelations in this book were not meant for Enoch's generation, rather a remote generation. And of course, the book would make more sense to the generations after Yeshua. We know that the early church made use of the book of Enoch, but it was then all but lost until recent times. Perhaps this book was meant for our generation, as it is widely available today after being concealed for over a millennium. Enoch 1 to 1 3 says, The words of the blessing of Enoch, wherewith he blessed the elect and righteous, who will be living in the day of tribulation, when all the wicked and godless are to be removed. And he took up his parable and said, Enoch, a righteous man whose eyes were opened by God, saw the vision of the Holy One in the heavens, which are the angels showed me. And from them I heard everything. And from then I understood as I saw. But not for this generation, but for a remote one, which is for to come. In the first part of the book, it is about the Watchers, a group of angels sent to earth to watch over humans. 200 of those angels committed transgression by having sex with humans, creating a hybrid race called the Nephilim. Out of the Nephilim, it is said that there were giants and savages that endangered and pillaged humanity. It is said that the Watchers taught humans reading, writing, weaponry, cosmetics, sorcery, about the stars, meteorology, and many other arts, and that this was problematic because it robbed the humans the opportunity to discover the arts by themselves. They revealed the eternal secrets which were preserved for heaven, which men were striving to learn, the book says. Who are the watchers or fallen angels? 
And why was the early church and the modern Vatican so concerned about them? Genesis 6-1 says, When men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born to them, that the sons of God sought the daughters of men, that they were fair, and took them wives, all of which they choose. Traditionally, the Ben Eloah, or sons of God, numbered several hundred, and they descended to earth on Mount Harmon. Now, significantly, this was a sacred place to both the Canaanites and the Hebrews who invaded their land. In later times, shrines to the gods Baal, Zeus, Helios, and Pan, and the goddess Astarte were built on its slopes. In books like Enoch, Jubilee, and the testimonies of the Twelve Patriarchs, the angel orders are arranged in hierarchy. The watchers seem to be part of the superior classes of angels. These varieties of mega-angels shared several roles. There are, first of all, ministering angels who intercede for humans, mediate between God and man, guide people in the right way of life, and report to God on what they see, good or evil, reveal God's secrets, prepare the judgment of the righteous and wicked, teach men knowledge and crafts. But the watchers, or some of them, are also those identified as falling from heaven, led astray by the first two of five Satans. When the angels descended upon the earth, they started offering gifts of knowledge to both mortal men and women thus defying the will of the Creator, of an unaltered race of humans with a will of their own. In exchange, the angels demanded respect and adoration, but unaware they were of the chaos they had instituted. And Azazel taught men to make swords and knives and shields and breastplates and made known to them the metals of the earth and the art of working them and bracelets and ornaments and the use of antimony and the beautifying of the eyelids and all kinds of costly stones and all coloring tinctures and there arose much godlessness and they committed fornication and they were led astray and became corrupt in all their ways the book of Enoch tells many controversial stories of a time in a way similar to what we experience today, but with some major differences. Before the Great Deluge, humans had a tremendous lifespan, a fact attested by the Sumerian king list and the Egyptian pharaoh's timeline. Although historians still consider this time frame in human history as unproven and fictional, there are numerous accounts speaking of those days when gods walked among men, when mythical creatures were not just a figment of the imagination, and 100 years of life marked only the beginning of one's journey. Today it seems that our remote history is either not allowed to surface 
because it would turn the instituted order to bits. Or because that cycle of human history was never meant to be known, but for some really intriguing reason. How much this seclusion is benefiting mankind, we can only speculate. But I believe that such insight would offer us relief. And that's exactly what we need to become at peace with ourselves and the universe of which we're all a part of. Enoch holds a rare distinction in the Bible story. He did not die. Instead, God took him away. Scripture does not reveal much about this remarkable man. We find his story in Genesis 5 in a long list of descendants of Adam. Enoch walked with God. Only a short sentence. Enoch walked faithfully with God in Genesis 5.22 and repeated in Genesis 5.24. Reveals why he was so special to his creator. In this wicked period before the flood, most men did not walk faithfully with the Most High. They walked their own path, the crooked way of sin. Enoch did not keep silent about the sin around him. Jude says Enoch prophesied about those evil people. See, the Lord is coming with thousands upon thousands of his holy ones to judge everyone and to convict all of them of all the ungodly acts they have committed in their ungodliness and of all that the defiant words ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Enoch walked in faith the 365 years of his life and that made all the difference. No matter what happened, he trusted the Most High. He obeyed the Most High. The Most High loved Enoch so much, he spared him the experience of death. Hebrews 11 says Enoch faith pleased God. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly, diligently seek him. What happened to Enoch? The Bible gives few details other than to say, then he was no more because God took him away. Only one other person in scripture was honored this way, the prophet Elijah. God took that faithful servant to heaven in a whirlwind. 2 Kings 2.11 Enoch's great-grandson Noah also walked faithfully with God. Because of his righteousness, only Noah and his family were spared in the great flood. Enoch was a loyal follower of the Most High. He told the truth despite opposition and ridicule. Enoch was faithful to the Most High, truthful and obedient. Enoch and the other Old Testament heroes mentioned walked in faith in the hope of a future Messiah. That Messiah has been revealed to us in the Gospels as Yeshua, Jesus Christ.
when we trust Christ as Savior and walk with the Most High as Enoch did, we will die physically, but we will be resurrected to eternal life. In Genesis 5.21-24, we are told that Enoch walked with God. I have read it over and over and found it to be very moving and very inspiring. It's a key. It's a key to our Lord and Savior. It is a blueprint of all things past, present, and future. From Genesis to the Son of Man, Yeshua, to the secret day of judgment. It is almost the whole Bible in one book. The question is, why isn't this wonderful book in the Bible? The book of Enoch was written during the second or first century before Yeshua. It is usually regarded to be the Ethiopic apocalypse of Enoch. There's also a Slavonic apocalypse, which is called the second book of Enoch that was written late in the first century AD. And there's a third book or Hebrew apocalypse of Enoch, which is believed to have been written in the fifth to sixth century AD. However, the book that is referred as the Book of Enoch is the first book which contains 108 chapters, which are comprised of five sections that are often called books. The first book of Enoch has five sections. Um, the Book of Watchers, chapters 1 to 36. The Book of Similitudes, chapters 37 to 71. The Book of Astronomical Writings, chapters 72 to 82. The Book of the Dream Visions, chapters 83 to 90. The Book of the Epistle of Enoch, 91 to 107. Chapters 1 to 5 provide a short introduction of Enoch and speak of the major themes of rewards, punishment, the end of the world, and final judgment. Book 1 includes chapters 6 to 36 and is primarily about angels, the tree of life, Jerusalem, and the universe. Book 2 includes chapters 37 to 71 and deals with the one the Son of God, or the Messiah, resurrection, the flood, Noah, future judgment, and paradise. Book 3 includes chapters 72 to 82, which deal with the stars, moon, astronomy, the universe, and Enoch's mission. Book 4 includes chapters 83 to 90 which concern predictions about the flood, a historical sketch, the future of Israel, the messianic kingdom. Book five includes chapters 91 to 105 that deal with various challenges for the wicked and righteous. The concluding chapters of 106 to 108 discuss the sin after the flood until the coming of the Messiah. While the book is a fascinating read, it's important to note that the instituted corporate church don't look at this and don't consider this scripture. 
and they feel that the book is not inspired by God. The book was quoted in the apocryphal book of Baruch and in several early church manuscripts. Some have speculated that Jude 14 to 15 is a quote from the book of Enoch and concluded that Jude regarded Enoch as scripture. The following two quotes compare Jude 14:15 to the suspected passage in the book of Enoch. Jude 14:15 states, "Behold, the Lord came with many thousands of his holy ones to execute judgment upon all and to convict all the ungodly of their ungodly deeds, which they have done in an ungodly way, and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him. Now in Enoch 1.9, it says, Behold, he will arrive with 10 million of the holy ones in order to execute judgment upon all. He will destroy the wicked ones and censure all the flesh on the account of everything that they have done. That which the sinners and the wicked ones committed against him. Now, careful examination of these two passages reveals some significant differences. According to the instituted corporate church, first, that Jude says that God will convict all of the ungodly. But Enoch says that they will be destroyed. In the Greek language, the words for convict and destroy are different. Therefore, the instituted corporate church finds this a significant difference. The other significant difference, such as Jude says harsh things, but Enoch does not. Jude says spoken against, but Enoch says committed against him. Therefore, the instituted corporate church found that it was inaccurate to conclude that Jude just copied Enoch. It's important to note that they also feel that Jude does not quote the first book of Enoch, but simply reports that Enoch prophesied, saying that this is Jude not citing the book of Enoch, but the prophet Enoch. The devils in the details overstand. Jude is not citing the book, but the prophet himself. And so the instituted corporate church determined that Jude was written under the influence of God the Holy Spirit. And they conclude that the book of Jude is truth, and that it does not matter if Jude knew about the non-canonical or non-biblical source. What's important to them is that God the Holy Spirit guided Jude to write the truth because God is truthful. Therefore, they believe that the first book of Enoch is wrong with regard to some facts, and Jude can be trusted. Because Jude quoted the prophet Enoch, we can know what happened historically. So that's how they spun it out of the structure. Now, the overstanding that I preserve is that humans were robbed the opportunity to discover the arts and the various things of the world and universe by themselves. 
the eternal secrets which were preserved for heaven, which men were striving to learn already. So the bottom line is that we have to maintain our will and make sure that it's organic and based in the Most High and not something externally pulling, guiding, but coming from within, being led from within, and then manifesting the Most High's glory in our walk, in our talk, and that the frequency in which you thrive is inwardly directed and not externally directed. Take control of your free will in Yeshua's name. We're going to take a music moment and come back with the go and gnosis. Blessings and grace. fishing and courtesy came from the heart and yes there was love and medicine religion intertribal communication by drum but no paper no pencils and no other utensils and hell these folks never even heard of a gun 
Come here, so fit of fun. When you hear the universal reggae sound, nobody feel like it's a sample. Knowledge of it ample. Otherwise, them suck your plate of plastic food and you want eat when no belong to your digestive system. Yeah, them system is a sinking ship. Pass the life jacket and shop it and quick if you cannot swim. Babylon can't catch me, no. Rebel on the road. 
them a who, them a look for A the rebel, them a plan for capture Who, them a who, them a look for Slave traffic, I and I go prosper Where the queen do it with territory Ask the politician, him a fix him teeth for tell another liar story Rich one, him a ripe and pony But check the little youth, them dung in and the ghetto Oh, them pony, chew them lead a phony In the church, them all a play the recording Pastor man buy big house with the offering And the congregation think that it's alerting Cause we scammers wear tuxedos in the morning Babylon can't catch me, no Babylon can't catch me now Watch them a search up, watch them a scout Watch them a go on like them never know Them never know what the rebel all about Babylon can't catch me now Watch them a search up, watch them a scout Watch them a go on like them never know Who them a, who them a look for Sila, Sipanova Who them a, who them a look for Rebel up
Grace, and I'm back with the Go and Gnosis, your news infused with consciousness. Starting off on Reuters.com, Iran calls on Trump to address Iranians with respect, not threat of war. Iran urged the United States on Monday to address the Islamic Republic with respect, not threats of war, a day after United States President Donald Trump stoked concerns about a potential U.S.-Iran conflict. But in a sign of brewing confrontation a year after Washington quit World Power's 2015 nuclear deal with Iran and reimposed sanctions on it, Tehran announced a fourfold increase in its rate of production of low-grade uranium enrichment. Tensions between Washington and its Sunni Muslim Gulf Arab allies on one side and Tehran and its Shiite Muslim proxies in the region on the other have been flaring for weeks. On Sunday, Trump tweeted, if Iran wants to fight, that will be the official end of Iran. Never threaten the United States again. Iranian Foreign Minister Mohammad Javid Zarif replied on his Twitter account, Never threaten an Iranian. Try respect. It works. Zarif, who was educated in the United States, actually praised Trump for earlier remarks seen as cautioning hawks in his administration who were encouraging conflict. The president rightly deplores military-industrial complex, pushing U.S. hashtag forever wars, Zarif wrote on Twitter. But he said Trump had allowed a B-team of aides led by National Security Advisor John Bolton to trash diplomacy. He accused them of milking despotic butchers via massive arms sales, an apparent reference to Iran's main regional foe, Saudi Arabia, Washington's biggest arms buyer. Trump has tightened economic sanctions against Iran, and his administration says it has built up the United States military presence in the region. It accuses Iran of posing threats to U.S. troops and interests. Tehran has denied this, describing the United States move as psychological warfare and a political game. Britain told Iran on Monday not to underestimate the resolve of the United States, warning that if American interests were attacked, then the Trump administration would retaliate. And moving forward on CNN.com, Ford will cut 7,000 white-collar jobs. Ford is cutting 7,000 white-collar jobs, or about 10% of its salaried staff worldwide. As part of a cost-cutting effort, it says, will save the company about $600 million a year. Ford says workers will begin to be notified of cuts starting Tuesday, and the terminations will be completed by the end of August. About 2,400 of the job cuts are in North America, and 1,500 of the positions will be eliminated through a voluntary buyout offer. The move is an effort to cut bureaucracy within the company and flatten the management structure in addition to its desires to cut costs. Moving forward to the Middle East Eye.net, France threatens journalists with jail time for exposing the use of French arms in Yemen. French journalists could face up to five years in prison 
and be fined up to $83,000. France has threatened three French journalists with potential jail time for using secret documents to reveal the country's involvement in the Yemen Civil War. In a series of reports published in April, investigative journalists from Disclose and Radio France revealed the number of French arms sold to Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. The documents, authored by France's Directorate of Military Intelligence, DSGI, showed that senior French officials had lied about the role of French weapons in the Yemen war. Following the publication of the reports in April, discloses co-founders Joffrey oh. Lavosley and Matthias Destel and Radio France journalist Benoit Columbat were asked to attend a hearing at the DSGI headquarters in Paris. The three journalists refused to reveal their sources after being questioned by the DSGI on the origin of the document, their work, and posts on Facebook and Twitter. The journalists used the hearing to defend press freedom and how it was in the public interest to publish details from the leaked DSGI document. Press freedom has been protected for more than 130 years under the press law of 1881, which gives journalists the right to keep sources confidential. But the law, however, does not cover national security, and the journalists could be sentenced under the 2009 French law that considers as an offense the handling of classified document without clearance or proper authorization. If convicted, the journalist could face five years in prison and an $83,000 fine. The case could be closed by the DSGI or be handed to a judge who could take the case to trial. France is ranked 32nd out of 180 countries in RSF's 2019 World Press Freedom Index. And moving forward onto theguardian.com. BP headquarters in London blockaded by Greenpeace. Environmental activists accuse oil company of fueling climate emergency. Greenpeace activists have blockaded all entrances to the BP headquarters in London, demanding an end to all new oil and gas exploration. The campaigners arrived at 3 a.m. on Monday and encased themselves in heavy containers before the oil company's annual general meeting on Tuesday. The containers, each weighing several tons, are being used to blockade all five entrances to prevent staff from entering BP's office in St. James Square. Two activists are encased in each of the five containers with enough provisions to last at least a week. Another 15 activists are occupying the top of the boxes after abseiling down the side of the building. Greenpeace said it was carrying out the action because BP was behaving as if the climate emergency was not happening. The group accused BP of fueling the emergency and calling the company to end the search for new oil and gas and to start a rapid switch to 100% renewables. Speaking to The Guardian by phone from inside one of the boxes, the activist Paul Morazzo said, the situation is so serious, so it needs action. We are definitely keen to stay for as long as we can. He and his fellow activists 
Darren Payne are, are in a box outside the main staff entrance to BP's office. He said, we've got food, water, a small portaloo, and some books to read and phone communication. What more could anyone need? Morozo refused to say how the boxes were made or assembled, but said they were designed to be impossible to move without harming those inside. The police can't move these things without hurting us, and they can't get in without risking us. He added, I've been told not to talk about our logistics because it's useful for us for future actions, not to disclose details. But he said the container was so solid that he could only communicate with fellow activists chained to the top of the box by phone. At some point, either me or Darren will fall out or we will run out of food and water. There's obviously a physical limit to how long we can stay. It's highly likely we'll be arrested eventually. Morazzo is a 52-year-old direct action veteran. In 2016, he helped attach gas masks to several statues in London to protest against air pollution. He was one of the 17 campaigners who occupied the top of chimney of a gas-fired power station in West Borton in Nottinghamshire in 2012. A spokesperson for Greenpeace said that by 8 a.m. on Monday, police had attempted to clear the area of pedestrians but had not carried out any arrests. In an email to its employees, BP told head office staff to stay at home on Monday. Morozo added, for too long, BP and the oil industry have paid lip service to climate action while lying and lobbying against it behind the scenes and spending billions scouring the world for more oil and gas. The reality is that BP's whole business plan is a heavy bet against our hopes to avoid a climate catastrophe and must change. Greenpeace claims BP is outspending other oil giants on lobbying campaigns against climate action and spent $16 billion adding to its oil and gas reserves in 2018. It said only $500 million was invested in alternatives to fossil fuels. In February, hundreds of environmental activists occupied the British Museum in protest against BP's long-standing sponsorship of the institution. The Metropolitan Police said officers had been called to the offices just after 4 p.m. after reports of protesters scaling the building. A spokeswoman said police were at the scene, but no headrests had been made or roads closed. We welcome discussion, BP says, debate, even peaceful protests on the important matter of how we must all work together to address the climate change. But impeding safe entry and exit from an office building in this way is dangerous and clearly a matter for the police to resolve as swiftly as possible. And moving forward, also on TheGuardian.com, Google changes policy to block misleading ads for anti-abortion groups. Announcement comes after The Guardian revealed Google gave $150,000 in free ads to opaque anti-abortion group. Google has changed its advertising policy after facing scrutiny for providing tens of thousands of dollars in free advertising to an anti-abortion group that runs misleading ads designed to deter women from terminating their pregnancies. Google announced this week that starting in June, advertising running ads using keywords related to getting an abortion will first 
have to distinguish themselves as an organization that either provides abortions or does not provide abortions, according to the new policy update. The policy change comes after The Guardian revealed that the O'Brien Group ran ads suggesting it provides abortion services and its medical clinics, but actually sought to deter abortion-minded women from terminating their pregnancies. O'Brien runs a network of clinics known as crisis pregnancy centers across the United States that provide some prenatal treatment, such as pregnancy tests, ultrasounds, and counseling, but also seek to deter women from seeking abortions and do not offer referrals for an alternative treatment. Obria was awarded $120,000 Google Advertising Grant in 2015, according to a public filing. In 2011, it received nearly $32,000. The report led to pressure from lawmakers in Washington who denounced the intentional misinformation campaigns of organizations such as the Obria Group. Google should in no way be subsidizing any misinformation campaigns, Maloney said, especially campaigns designed to deceive women about their own reproductive care options. Google had already come under pressure in the past for running advertisements that appear to violate its own policies against misrepresentation and advertising, yet the company continued to publish ads for clinics that seem to offer abortion services but are actually opposed to termination and try to dissuade women from seeking them out. Pro-choice groups have welcomed the change in policy. Fake women's health centers have a well-documented history of using lies and deception to push medically inaccurate information and prevent women from accessing essential health care, said Adrian Kimmel, vice president of NARAL, pro-choice America. People turn to the internet for information at vulnerable moments in their lives, and it's important that women are able to trust Google for access, for accurate and safe information, not deceptive websites and advertisements that hide their true ideology and agenda. According to the new Google policy, advertisers must get certified by submitting an uh, application that requires basic information about the organization. Depending on how you're certified, Google will automatically generate one of the following in-ad disclosures for your abortion product or service ads, provides abortions or does not provide abortions, the new policy reads. The disclosure will show on all search ad formats. This added transparency will help ensure that users have the necessary information to decide which abortion-related ads are most relevant to them. And moving forward on news.com.au, hundreds of migrants occupy Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris. A huge crowd of undocumented protesters packed France's biggest airport with riot police holding them back. Hundreds of undocumented immigrants occupied France's biggest airport on Sunday filling an entire terminal and demanding to see the country's prime minister. Footage posted on Twitter shows roughly 500 migrants chanting in Terminal 2 of Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris, as about a dozen riot police and tactical gear hold them back. France does not belong to the French, 
everyone has a right to be here. One of the protesters can be heard yelling into a loudspeaker. The migrants reportedly refused to let passengers board until their demands were met. In a protest, one warned would not be the last. The demonstration was organized by migrant support group La Chapelle de Beau, which said its members called themselves Black Vests. The group comes amid the country's month-long Yellow Vest movement over tax reforms. French citizens are required to carry yellow vests in their vehicles for emergencies. In an official statement, the group asked to meet with Prime Minister Edouard Philippe over the country's asylum policy and the leaders of Air France. They demanded that the airline stop any financial, material, logistical, or political participation in deportations. Later on Sunday, an Air France delegation met with the group. A member told the local newspaper, Le Parisien, we have targeted Air France and other actions will follow, one migrant told the paper. The protest shut down the terminal, although airport operator Aeroports de Paris said no flights had been affected. And moving forward onto theguardian.com, racism rising since Brexit vote nationwide study reveals. Survey shows 71% of people from ethnic minorities face discrimination, and this is up from 58%. Ethnic minorities in Britain are facing rising and increasingly overt racism, with levels of discrimination and abuse continuing to grow in the wake of Brexit referendum, nationwide research reveals. 71% of people from ethnic minorities are now report having faced racial discrimination compared with 58% in January 2016, before the EU vote, according to the polling data seen by The Guardian. The data comes amidst rising concern at the use of divisive rhetoric in public before this week's European Parliament elections, where some leading candidates, including UKIP's Carl Benjamin and the independent Tommy Robinson have records of overt racism. The survey by Opinium suggests racists are feeling increasingly confident in deploying overt abuse or discrimination. The proportion of people from an ethnic minority who said that they had been targeted by a stranger rose from 64% in January 2016 to 76% in February this year, when the most recent polling was carried out of 1,006 people weighted to be nationally representative. The trend appears in line with crime figures, which have shown that racially motivated hate crime has increased every year since 2013, doubling to 71,251 incidents in England and Wales in 2018, according to the Home Office. David Lammy, the Labour MP for Tottenham and a leading anti-racism campaigner, described the findings as alarming, while Omar Khan, the chief executive of the Runnymede Trust, a race equality think tank, said it is now clear that Brexit, while not the source of racism, has led to higher levels of racism being expressed and that social media was normalizing hate 
and increasing division. The poll comes amid a wave of headlines about racism in Britain, from the BBC's sacking of Danny Baker for tweeting a picture of a couple with a chimp following the birth of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex's baby, to growing anger from professional footballers at racism online and in stadiums. Meanwhile, the Conservatives and Labors have been tainted by allegations of Islamophobia and anti-Semitism, respectively. The survey found that at the end of 2016, 37% of people saw racism on social media on a day-to-day -day basis, but that has now risen to 50%, and is even higher for younger minority ethnic people aged 18 to 34. Online racism has more than doubled since before the referendum to 51%, and there were rises of about 50% in the number of people reporting, hearing people ranting, or making negative comments about immigration, or making racist comments made to sound like jokes. People from a black background reported the greatest increase in discrimination, with the proportion saying they have been abused or discriminated against rising from 59% in January 2016 to 65% the following October, and to 74% this February and March. When the latest poll was conducted, respondents from the east of England were most likely to say they had suffered racism. Minority ethnic women also reported a sizable increase, with 74% saying they had faced racial discrimination this year, compared with 61% in the latter half of 2016. The increase in racial discrimination is mainly down to racism from strangers. Looking at the type of racial discrimination faced, the proportion saying they have experienced someone making a racist comment and jest has risen to over half, 55% of people from ethnic minorities. Khan said the EU referendum has both revealed and amplified the experience of racism among ethnic minorities in Britain. Even before the referendum, a clear majority of Britain's 8 million ethnic minorities reported experiencing racism and being targeted with overt discrimination. Following the referendum, these figures have now risen to around 3 in 4 ethnic minorities, meaning that millions of ethnic minorities have been targeted with overt racism. He said the large rise in racism on social media raised concerns about whether online channels were normalizing hate and increasing division. Rather than dismissing or ignoring the extent of racism, it's important for politicians as well as media and social media companies to show leadership and challenging racism, he said. Britain's leaders must reflect on how they can ensure Britain's ethnic minorities feel safe and secure and have equal opportunities and choices where they work, commute, and live. There were small falls in the number of people who felt they were victims of more tacit forms of discrimination, such as being treated with suspicion by police or security guards, being turned down for promotion at work, or suffering workplace bullying. And moving forward to NBCNews.com, video shows police repeatedly punching New Jersey teen in the head during arrest. The video spurred 
a 50-person protest on Sunday evening where people demanded answers from the New Jersey's town police department about what happened. Three Dover New Jersey police officers are under fire after a video showed them repeatedly punching a teenager in the face during an arrest. Early Sunday morning, Dover, New Jersey police attempted to restrain Cyprian Luke, age 19, outside a convenience store. Video recorded by someone with Luke at the time shows the police pinning him down and punching him, with one officer putting his hand around Luke's throat. The officers are seen on camera demanding Luke, who was on his back, roll onto his stomach, while one officer had his knee in Luke's stomach. The video, which shows Luke's face bloodied and injured, circulated on social media as people decried the interaction and an example of police brutality. The Morris County's Prosecutor's Office is investigating the incident, but would not provide information on what spurred the arrest in the first place. On Sunday evening, around 50 people protested outside the Dover Police Department, demanding justice for Luke and calling the officer's action into question. It's just devastating because my son could have died, Luke's mother, Mary Yurley, told NBC New York. He was blue in one video where he was being choked and maced for no reason. Police say Luke was resisting arrest. Yet Yurley denies he was not able to comply with what the officer was asking him to do, she said. Luke was facing charges of assault, violating court orders, and criminal mischief before his arrest Sunday, according to the Bergen record. Morris County prosecutors would not confirm the charges to NBC News. Luke is expected to appear in court on Monday. Dover police said the three officers involved in the incident have been put on administrative leave. A fourth officer seen in the video from Morris County Park Police is not on leave. Strength, justice, and healing to Cyprian Luke and his mother. We're going to take a music moment and come back with technology. Blessings and grace. <laughs> With that batch pan mitches. I'm black without a palatin, no feelings, no suppress. Africa, the motherland. Understand the richest continent. When me ready, me a step, me no go fear, no consequence. See them, I come with them weakness and the pretense and the frequency. And a press button and a weak fence. King Marks, I come with the defense. Black star line pan the seat when we are steamless enemies. Them want me reduce my lineage to a state of misery. LK Malcolm get shot, I give speech. Look where the civil rights country approach. Man, I get shot, cut them off. Be free and a fruit is a man where hung from a tree Can't move, get stopped like a gottery Revolution spread like a margarine Cause I'm black where the bad and a free I feel pay women out if I remember seas
them can't come on ya Pony heard them a left ear trauma Look at them the the African daughter Gone like a thief in the night to their mother King Leopold could never fall Them as a African man when him slaughter Come with the Bible when I take your offer African spiritual system rather. Chop me arm and leg and teach me black Turn on want me be patriot See a colonist country and miss me with that thing Royal African a big idiot Napoleon a one like him never come squat Pony native than a ear to be called that The best equality the French them a chat But them never meet no ones in a France where they blah Kerosene in a me pocket Black power and have no outage I have voltage, now fit charge it Study everything about me History never lost it Focus on the victory Now study words like forfeit The Ethiopians are burnt Faced than me a chocolate Preservation of the melanin Me have a flaunt it Importance of your health and lineage So seek the knowledge History books deceiving Make you feel incompetent Use them and make fashion And no use of country Denial of your origin is like a carousel. Illusion of exterior with internal garbage. Original policies and kingdoms found in Mali. Never told us black is powerful and them not sorry. Spear the whites, black soldiers are frontline for your army. See the fact, give them killers of the guilty carry. Carry.
blessings and grace, and I'm back with technology, starting off on technologyreview.com. Google's AI can now translate your speech while keeping your voice. Researchers trained a neural network to map audio voice prints from one language to another. The results aren't perfect, but you can sort of hear how Google's translator was able to retain the voice and tone of the original speaker. It can do this because it converts audio input directly to audio output without any intermediary steps. So the voice that translates what you're saying will sound exactly or as close to possible to your voice speaking that language. In contrast to traditional translational systems, convert audio into text, translate the text, and then resynthesize the audio, losing the characteristics of the original voice along the way. The new system dubbed the Translatotron is currently a proof of concept. During testing, the researchers trialed the system only with Spanish to English translation, which already took a lot of carefully curated training data. But audio outputs have demonstrated the potential for a commercial system later down the line. And moving forward, on futurism.com, biobots will serve alongside South Korean soldiers by 2024. These military bots that mimic snakes, birds, and insects have a Black Mirror vibe. Military robots inspired by birds, snakes, and insects will soon support South Korea's human soldiers. On Sunday, South Korea's Defense Acquisition Program Administration, DAPA, the agency tasked with acquiring the nation's military weapons, published a document announcing plans to incorporate biometrics equipment into military operations by 2024. Another sign robots will play an integral role in future military operations. Biometric robots will be a game changer in future warfare and related technologies are expected to bring about rip great ripple effects throughout the defense industry, DAPA spokesman Park Jong-un told Yonhap News Agency. The idea of turning to nature for robots' inspiration isn't terribly new. Rather than starting from scratch on a new robot design, engineers can look at how millions of years' worth of evolution refine a creature's biology to best suit its environment. Then they can attempt to replicate that natural creation with modern materials, building a robot tailor-made to navigate real-world conditions. According to Yunhap's story, DAPA plans to deploy robots inspired by humans and insects by 2024, after which it will look toward biobots that draw inspiration from birds, snakes, and various marine creatures. South Korea's military will use the flying and swimming bots to carry out reconnaissance missions, according to a story by The Telegraph, while the snake-like biobots might navigate constricted areas. While the use of robots, particularly autonomous ones in the military, is currently a highly controversial subject, neither report on South Korea's plans mention any use of bots to deploy weapons. If that remains the case, 
the nation's use of biobots could be a practical way of dealing with the aftermath of relaxed draft policies, as well as a means of keeping the soldiers it does have out of harm's way. Still, as many have pointed out, technological advances now have us balancing on a slippery slope, with each new incorporation of robots into military operations. We potentially put ourselves once step closer to a future in which killer robots decide for themselves when to use deadly force in a battle. Moving forward on to chicago.suntimes.com, Nation of Islam calls Farrakhan's ban from Facebook completely unjustified. The enemy of truth is afraid of anyone who will speak the truth, according to a Nation of Islam statement. The decision of Facebook and Instagram to remove his accounts has to be questioned as to the real reason behind it and who is behind it. Only the wicked are afraid when the light of truth appears. A rally was planned at 7 p.m. on Thursday at St. Sabina Catholic Church. Nation of Islam officials said the Reverend Michael Fledger, St. Sabana's pastor, invited Farrakhan to attend and respond to the Facebook outrage, according to the statement. We can disagree with each other, but we ought to be able to listen to each other and speak to each other. And I have a real problem when we start to say we are going to control who you are going to listen to and who you can watch. Fledger told the Chicago Sun-Times, he said Farrakhan plans to attend the rally on Thursday. Ones can check that out on YouTube. We're going to take a music moment and come back with Herbnology. Blessings and grace. You can do all these things. You show up.
focused on the dollar and the dream until the body lets down on you. You say the cat is hard to chew, so you'd rather eat your junk food. Stagnant frequency inside the temple. Now it's affecting your mental state of mind. It happens all the time. You better eat your greens, greens, greens. Asparagus, parsley, cucumber, carrot. Don't forget the collard greens. Oregano, you know I love my avocado. I'm in love with the cocoa coconut. Daylight come, told me I go pick a bunch of green banana, oil it in a stew. So you know I gotta add some callaloo. Eat your greens. Blessings and grace. And I'm back with Herbnology. And I'll be discussing nine effective essential oils for wrinkles. The most trusted essential oils for wrinkles include rose, myrrh, carrot seed, neroli, geranium, frankincense, sandalwood, ylang-ylang, lemon, and hylochrysum oils. Neroli is not only overflowing with antioxidants and anti-inflammatory compounds, which can help improve the health of your skin, but it also contains vitamin C. This can help increase collagen production in the skin and maintain elasticity, slowing down the onset of wrinkles. You can add four to five drops of neroli to a skin cream or lotion that you use regularly as this can increase the moisturizing function and deliver antioxidant support to the facial skin. Geranium oil. This powerful essential oil is able to moisturize the skin while promoting blood flow to the face, which can increase the production of new skin cells. This can counter the thinning of skin that occurs as we age and also keep our faces looking full and healthy. Blend five drops of this oil with one tablespoon of coconut oil and gently massage into the face, particularly around the corners of the eyes and the neck. Make this a regular part of your facial health regime for best results. Sandalwood. This unique antioxidant helps stimulate key growth hormones in skin cells that increase healthy cells to fill up gaps as cells die. This can minimize the appearance of wrinkles while also making the skin feel younger and smoother. You only need a few drops of undiluted oil and regularly apply it to the areas on your face that are beginning to sag or show early signs of wrinkles. Hylochrysum oil. Hylochrysum oil can quickly eliminate oxidative stress from the skin on your face and prevent the breakdown of death of healthy cells. It will also promote faster regrowth of skin cells, preventing the appearance of wrinkles. A popular mix is an even balance between coconut oil and hylochrysum oil. 
use as a gentle face scrub. Or mix a few drops of this cosmetic oil with your favorite facial scrubs and creams and use it. And rose oil, famed for its ability to moisturize the skin and retain skin tone and elasticity, rose essential oil has been used for thousands of years in cosmetic applications. When regularly applied, it can help smoothen the skin on all parts of the body while also leaving a very pleasant scent. Washing your face with rose oil infused water is an effective way to improve the health of your skin, but many people prefer to add 10 drops of rose oil to a bath and take a long soak to allow the regenerative benefits of the oil to help the entire body. Carrot seed oil, one of the best essential oils for wrinkles. Carrot seed oil can help heal damaged skin, whether it is from sunburn, infection, inflammation, or normal aging. It can promote the growth of new cells and reduce oxidative stress. Thanks to its high levels of antioxidants, such as lycopene and beta-carotene, this all should always be used in a carrier oil, such as almond or jojoba, or else it can cause inflammation. It can also increase your photosensitivity, so after applying the oil to your face, don't immediately go out into the sun. Lang Ylang, regularly found over-the-counter products and cosmetics, Ylang Ylang oil can help speed the regenerative process of the skin as cells die and slough off. The thinning of skin makes it easier for wrinkles to develop and skin to sag. This is a popular oil to add to existing cosmetic creams and lotions. Add five to 10 drops of this powerful oil to your daily face lotion to increase its healing properties. Lemon oil, when it comes to strengthening the skin, preventing oxidative stress and reducing the signs of aging, few oils are better than lemon oil. Packed with antioxidants, vitamin C, and astringent properties, this oil can tighten wrinkles, improve skin elasticity, and keep your skin smooth and youthful. Some people find this oil too abrasive in an undiluted form, in which case it is advisable to mix with coconut or jojoba oil before applying directly to the areas of your skin that are beginning to sag, such as your neck or the space around your eyes. And frankincense oil. This ancient oil is good for preventing wrinkles and treating them once they appear. Capable of stimulating blood flow to the surface of the skin, frankincense oil works to rapidly replace skin cells and prevent the loss of elasticity that leads to wrinkles. Blending this oil evenly with almond oil before applying to the face or other areas of the body is a popular method for improving symptoms of wrinkles and other age spots or blemishes as well as scars. So again, that is frankincense oil, lemon oil, ylang ylang, carrot seed oil, rose oil, halicrysum oil, sandalwood oil, geranium oil, and neroli oil. Look to the benefits of the most high for your natural beauty needs. You're gonna take a music moment and come back with the metaphysics of the moment. Blessings and grace.
let you know about this life that I'm motherfucking living. Spirits stay high, so I get it how I live it. Start my day up with a prayer and some limit. Pour it in the cup of this water that I'm sipping. Then I bake up and check my agenda. Back to the grind, cause my name, yo, remember the day I got time for my own destination. Two years where the life will be vacation. And every black kid that can rap on a track got a burst. But the gula they gon' stack in and put in mama's purse. But if they get much greater, finna teach my mama to fly. Take it to a place where her soul will align with the divine ancestral line. That's hers and mine, all in due time. Peep the incline, we on the rise, touching the skyline. I plant my seeds and water them so they grow. I shine my light so I can reap what I sow, yeah. So when you see me stacking paper and dough, you'll recognize that this here grinds not for show. The life that I'm living is the motherfucking right that I'm giving. See, I'm in tune with the rags and the riches, cause I've been here since before the beginning. Swimming in water that only exists on levels higher than wickedness. I floated the from heating the brick by floating in lotus and healing the sick told in my mind above abyss and eternal blissfulness so i'm forever feeling the kisses of my ancestral spirits is why i don't feel no stress no i just ride and i just take my time cause i'm just so alive. i plant my seeds and water them so they grow I shine my light so I can reap what I sow you. So when you see me stuck in paper and dough, you'll recognize that this here cries not for show. So let me bring it back. So let me bring it back. Divulge you some more about why I do this and who I do it for. All the little shorties coloring on the floor, expressing who they really truly are at the core. And now we at war with ourselves and the pressure. Who's in touch with our ancestors? Thinking that our body only lives in the dresser. Every version of how we feel must be censored. I was that girl one time in my life, but now I got it back and I made that shit right. Overstand that my hands were created to heal. So watch as I whip and I chef every meal. Uh, the deal's coming at major velocity. I got protection, no we should be watching me. I can't be touched by the hate or hypocrisy. Glow up is coming with heat and ferocity. I plant my seeds and water them so they grow. I shine my light so I can read what I sow, yeah. So when you see me stacking paper and dough, you'll recognize that this year grind's not for show. Yes, I'm Rebel with a castle. Yeah, man. Rebel up. Justice officer for every rebel with a castle. Do not trouble, do not bother trouble. 
When you see the rebel, them are road, no bad that trouble we ain't. Do no trouble we, do no bad that trouble we. When you see the rebel, them are road, no bad that trouble we. Rebel, no apology, write me check no salary. When you see the royalty, crown me and honor me. New currency like a daffy, conformity of a dummy. Where the excitement comes, that's the bullet like nanny batty. Them no one a liberty, sneak, Clinton, Hillary. Justice for all, I just do one them with the trickery. Oppression, I got sick of me, activity for victory. Politicians like me, pan them news, them watch. Italy, like them drinking Cersei When me granny me for me, them not go like me company Me cut the strings with puppetry Communicate telepathy, call the rebel infantry Justice officer for every hero with the dead for me hey, Do no trouble we, do no bad that trouble we When you see the rebel, them are road, no bad that trouble we hey, Do no trouble we, do no bad that trouble we When you see the rebel, them are road, no bad that trouble we Giant from him sleep, know you are slumber Columbus, that's a sea, I never have the captain number Babylon, where you are run for We have where you did come from We now go kill where brother, dirty system, we are counter Dirty system round ya, search them like a browser Rook them up and make them push the goods, them west the local Them yet we can speak vocal, but them not check the total When IMF and Central Bank take money from the low Government kill man like cemetery and I tell we crime hereditary So what am I gonna do with the garden when poor people pick up every cherry Them seeds now come like sesame seeds, exposed like birds, sesame Street Babylon, this is the rebel reading Babylon, make way for the rebel regime. Do not trouble me, do not bad that trouble me. When you see the rebel, them are road, no bad that trouble me. Hey, do not trouble me, do not bad that trouble me. When you see the rebel, them are road, no bad that trouble me. Hey, do on the right, stay up on the left. Up two, three, four, Babylon, no fret. Do it on the right. Stay up on the left and me say Up, two, three, four, Babylon, no fret And me say, see me on the right Stay up on the left Up, two, three, four, Babylon, no fret See me on the right And stay up on the left and me say Up, two, three, four, Babylon, no fret Do no trouble we, do no bad that trouble we When you see the rebel, them are road, no bad that trouble we Ay, Do no trouble we, do no bad that trouble we When you see the rebel, them are road, no bad that trouble we Ay, Babylon, don't move No bad that trouble we
Blessings and grace, and welcome to the metaphysics of the moment. We're going to start off with the meaning of Methuselah. Methuselah is Hebrew for 
man of the sword, man of the dart, extension of the sword, swift hurled dart of death, sending forth of death, sting of death, son of Enoch, of the line of descent from Adam through Seth. Methuselah has the record of having lived longer than any other man in the earthly body. Genesis 5.21-27 Metaphysically, Methuselah is a quick, piercing thought or word of life, power, and oneness with the Most High, which, while it causes a renewal of youth in degree and serves to lengthen one's life in the body, does not become abiding enough in the consciousness at the Methuselah stage of man's unfoldment to put away the appearance of death entirely. And Enosh, Enosh is Hebrew for mutable being, transient man, corporeal man, mortal man, suffering man, miserable man, son of Seth and grandson of Adam, Genesis 4.26, metaphysically, Enosh, the outer or body consciousness in its limited, material, corruptible concept of the organism. And Jared, Jared is Hebrew for descent, going down, descending, low country, declining, the son of Mahalalel and father of Enoch, Genesis 5:15 to 20. Metaphysically, Jared, the descent of spirit, through praise and acknowledgement of the Most High, into the seemingly earthly or physical in man, that man may be wholly lifted into spiritual consciousness. Enoch, son of Jared, signifying entrance into and instruction in spiritual consciousness, the new life in Christ. And Hanach, Hanach is Hebrew for founded, centralized, arrested, straightened, agony of the soul, instructed, initiated, dedicated. A son of Midian, who was one of Abraham's six sons by his second wife, Keturah. Genesis 25.4 A son of Reuben and grandson of Jacob, Genesis 46.9 In Hebrew, it is the same as Enoch. Metaphysically, Hanach is the entrance into higher consciousness that has been known and experienced before. Enoch is Hebrew for founder, centralizer, teacher, instructor, initiator, fixer, repentance, contrition. Metaphysically, Enoch is the entrance into an instruction in a new state of thought, of understanding. In the case of Enoch, who walked with God, the new state of thought would be spiritual consciousness, the new life in Christ. And Philippi is Greek city of Philip. Philip I of Macedon, city of the lover of horses, a city of Macedonia, Acts 16.12. Metaphysically, Philip symbolizes power. Philippi 
signifies a thought center of power and vigor in consciousness. Philippi was a city in Macedonia where the proconsul or governor of Macedonia lived. It is therefore the center of the executive faculty of that and us signified by Macedonia, burning adjuration. It is necessary to stir up this fiery power in the man when he gets into negative states of consciousness. The vision of the man imploring, come over into Macedonia and help us, is the discernment of this inner fervor which needs stirring up. A certain fiery fervor is necessary in order to establish faith and persistency in barren weak states of consciousness. And Nathan is Hebrew for reaching out the hand, giver, gift, given, give up, yield, grant grace, grant reward, instruct, requite. A prophet during David's reign, 2 Samuel 7, 2-17, a son of David, 2 Samuel 5, 14. Metaphysically, Nathan is spiritual power and understanding in and back of words of truth. Spiritual power and understanding in and back of words of truth. Nathan the prophet and Zadok the priest are representatives of the spiritual kingdom. Solomon is to be the king in our heart and we mentally anoint him in the name of the Lord. If we declare our word of authority without considering its spiritual relation in our thought, it will lack certain elements of stability and truth. And instead of being related to the one inner source, it will be associated with some of the many man-made thought atmospheres. These man-made thought atmospheres. And thus the spiritual qualities of power, foresight, understanding, and true Christ righteousness that Nathan and Zadok represent must be present and active in our true words, that those words may be alive and pregnant with success and all good. And Trophimus. Trophimus is Greek for feeding, nourishing, instructing, fostering, educating, a foster child, nursing, anxious, and tender care. A Christian of Asia who accompanied Paul to Jerusalem and worked with him in the ministry, Acts 24. He was an Ephesian, and at the temple in Jerusalem caused trouble for Paul, in that the Jews thought Paul had defiled the temple by bringing Greeks into it to worship, Acts 21-29. In 2 Timothy 4-20, Paul writes that he left Trophimus at Miletus sick. Metaphysically, Trophimus is a thought or expression of desire in individual consciousness. Desire, which often becomes recognized only by the outer, carnal phase of man's consciousness as it seeks expression in sense ways. Especially is this the case in those who have not been really awakened to spiritual understanding is believed by one's old established and formerly religious ideas not to be spiritual and therefore to have no place in one's being. But desire in man is fundamentally spiritual. It is the foundation quality of all growth 
and unfoldment. And when it expresses in the higher spiritual understanding, it is fed and supported by true spiritual life and substance. This is the significance of Trophimus. And will. The will is the executive faculty of the mind, the determining factor in man. What man wills or decrees comes to pass in his experience. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee. Job 22:28. The will is the center in mind and body around which revolve all the activities that constitute consciousness. It is the avenue through which the I am expresses its potentiality. The will may be said to be the man because it is the directive power that determines character formation. When man wills to do the will of God, he exercises his individual will in wisdom, love, and spiritual understanding. He builds spiritual character. The use of the will is very important in making demonstrations. One must be very persistent since persistence is essential to demonstration. Truth builds the perfect body, and the will must resolutely lay hold and keep hold of the word of truth until the word becomes flesh. Will and desire. Desire is the reaching out of the mind for satisfaction. Will is the controlling, directing faculty of mind. One may have the desire to be well, yet not have the will to be well. When the will of man adheres to wisdom faithfully and carries out its work, the plans that are idealized in wisdom, it creates in man a consciousness of harmony and peace. Spirit breathes into such an individual continually the inspiration and knowledge necessary to give him superior understanding. And free will, metaphysically, free will is man's inherent freedom to act as he determines. There can be no perfect expression without perfect freedom of will. If man determines to act in accord with divine law, he builds harmony, health, happiness, and eternal life, which is heaven. In Yeshua's name, we're going to take a music moment. Blessings and grace.
and grace, I'd like to thank you for joining me for another offering of Women's Wednesday. I'd like to show love to the frequency that accompanies me, the music, Kaz Ear, Natasha Kitty Cat, Birthday of Blackness, Christian Scott Atunde, Twin, Wolf Morpheus, Tibet, Zaki Ibrahim, Wake with the Day, Yeza, No Trouble No One, Oshun, Glow Up, F Soul, Greens, Kalesa, Lioness Order, Tall Black Guy, You Gotta Be a Bad, featuring Helene Smith, Dawn Tillman, Celebrate Myself, City Madness, A&D's For the Summer Remix, Yeza, Is It Because I'm Black, 60 Hertz Project, Capricorn, Yeza, Rebel on the Run, Kaz Ear, His Story, featuring Gil Scott Heron, Original Mix, Oshun, I Wake Up, I Stay Woke, Lauren Hill, Mystery of Iniquity, Clear Angel, Run the Wicked Away, The Whitefield Brothers, featuring Bachka, Earthology, Sarak, Nation Time Rhapsody, Yeza, Rebel Impress, Andy Anderson, featuring Anders Olinda, DJ Tune Dedication, Ali, Move Like a Mystic. Remember that you are water. Cry, cleanse, flow. Remember that you are fire. Burn, tame, ignite. Remember that you are air. Be still. Focus. Decide. Remember that you are earth. Ground. Build. Give. Be you till full. Full of love in Yeshua's name. Blessings and grace.
that uh, is surpassed by, 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 by no other civilization. We don't know anything about it. So again, I think I said this before in this same interview, I think, uh, and sometime before, my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there to bring it out. It out. And to me, we have a culture 
give my heart a head start when we can Let it wrestle in the tall grass with the man Let it beat, let it bleed Let it work, spill the red, spill the need In the dirt, if I leave hurt there Will I never hurt again? But wait, that ain't the plan It's without my sorrow, I'm a fish without a fin King without a queen Feeling what I mean, feeling what I mean Feeling what I mean, feeling what I mean Feeling what I mean, feeling what I Feeling what I, feeling what I Feeling what I Feeling what I, feeling what I, feeling what I 